Black Ass Podcast with Hadia Robinson. Bono, bono, but bono, bon, but on, what up y'all welcome to black ass podcast it is your girl hadia robinson thank you guys so much for joining the party logging in coming into the room yes last week the church was closed down due to a fire in the kitchen sister mason accidentally burned her famous macaroni and cheese and got into a fight with Sister April. They knocked over a pot of greens that then leaked into a wall socket, amen, and the church went up in flames. <laughs> um, yeah, man, last week was rough. Couldn't get it done, but I'm back. Um, thanks, everybody, for logging out. Hey, listen, I talked about this a couple of episodes. That is the joy of this podcast. You never know when the party's going to drop. So make sure you get subscribed. Go over to, you can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean. You can get like five episodes on Spreaker because I'm not paying for another subscription. SoundCloud, as long as SoundCloud ain't tripping. Uh, you know, shout out to Chance the Rapper for sending his welfare check today platform. Um, I'm out here, so just get subscribed. I'm going to be honest, man, it's a lot going on. And not a lot in a good way, like, hey, I just moved and things are going great, but it's a lot going on. No, I'm not pregnant, okay? Cause, and I want to make that real clear because sometimes I'm going to be very vague because I don't necessarily want to put my business out there in the street, right? But sometimes when you're too vague, people get to making their own assumptions and they'll be like, oh, yeah. You know she got AIDS, right? <laughs> I don't, so let me not let y'all spread that one either. Um, Just a lot going on. And I'm going to just take a moment to have a word. You know, sometimes when things happen in your life and you expect, you, you always think you're going to be ready, but you're not really ready, you know, but you have to get ready because that's just what life is. So that's kind of where I am right now. So um, thank you all for in advance for your patience with me as I try to get ready for the most part. Amen, amen. Um, but, yeah. But, you know, we're going to make it happen. We're going to figure it out. It's too much going on that I can't record the podcast. I'm about to give y'all some real tea. I might be recording this podcast in a car parked at a secret location. You know what I'm saying? That's how dedicated to the, to the, to the whole thing I am. You know what I mean? I may have broke into a car set up my cell phone and just started recording because I could not show up and show out. You know what I mean? Because, you know, sometimes you got to go. I'm not saying that's what's going on. I mean, truth be told, I'm really at a secret location with all the Avengers, you know, the whole cast of the Black, of Black Panther because, you know, they realized and recognized that I had some things going on. So they was like, how do you just come down, you know, record your podcast, it's all good. You know, Chadwick Boseman, Look, I can't even lie because I said his name wrong. <laughs> Lupita called me personally was like, girl, what's up? Where you at? What's up with the podcast? And I was like, girl, it's a lot going on. She was like, girl, you better come down here to this black-ass cave and record your black-ass podcast. So, you know, but I can't really be telling people that I'm at the Black Panther, you know, secret location. So I'm going to just say I'm sitting in the car recording my podcast. Okay, and then y'all can know I'm not homeless. Like I said, sometimes you do vague. People start making assumptions. Like, you know she on crack. <laughs> anyway, but I ain't going to drag you. I'm not going to keep y'all all day. I know some of y'all love when I go long. I like to go long, too. I feel like I'm going to save all of my energy for the last story, and I'm going to need it because, mm-mm-mm. But, you know. But let's start off with the question from last week, and shout out to everybody that chimed, that sounded off on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, um, and hit me up about the question, which was, are we watching the NFL or not? Right? Um, thanks to everybody that hit me back. I feel very, I feel like there's a lot of confusion 
conflict for some people, right? Um, and I'll tell y'all my feelings at the end, but, you know, but I want to shout out Colin Kaepernick just because this brother is standing firm. You know what I mean? Like, he is the modern-day bus boycott, you know, in the sense of, you know, the bus boycott went on for mad long, and people legit was like, nah, we good. And they stay, they stay firm. You know, they worked a full day at work and then still walked home because they were that dedicated to what they were trying to do. So shout out to Colin Kaepernick for showing that same dedication and not not looking at that money like I know a lot of us would have and been like, you know what? <laughs> the Lord came to me last night and he told me that I needed to play. He like, I don't care. I don't care what y'all offering. I don't care. You know, I'm going to stand by what I said. And I think that that's mad noble. Now, there's a part of me that wants to believe, whether it's true or not, I will go to my grave believing that there are some people out there who are supplementing his income, that are helping him line his pocket, that are throwing him some kind of sponsorship, you know, getting him in a Gillette commercial, getting him some voiceovers. I don't know, maybe the brother is doing some stunt work. He's doing something, and people are looking out for him. I, it's just, it's, you know what I mean? Like, it's in my spirit. I Wait, let me, because the ancestors is, huh? Wait, say it again, Megger. <laughs> First of all, Megger ever told me to tell y'all what up, uh, but he also said that, yeah, that's what's happening. So, See, I knew it. The ancestors be speaking, man. You just got to listen. But uh, however it goes, shout out to him for being standing firm because most of us ain't can't even – we can't even stay away from McDonald's when they cuss our grandmama out for on some bullshit. We still will be back at that McDonald's the next day like, yeah, my grandmama do be on some bullshit. <laughs> ah, so, you know, and I get it. Football season is tough. This the time of year, like, summer is all the trash sports, all the shit that you really don't want to watch. So by the time football season rolls around, you are thirsty for some real athleticism and, you know, some good old-fashioned men using all of their strong. <laughs> remember that episode of Living? <laughs> remember men on football? <laughs> Not that I remember it firsthand. I actually saw it on YouTube because I'm too young to remember it. <laughs> Um, so I get it, but, uh, based on y'all responses, it's a lot of people that just ain't about that life. Uh, let's see. Sarah Vega, what up, Sarah, said, nah, capital N, capital A, capital H, exclamation point, nah. Lois is funny, said, nah, also all cap. Uh, Silvic 615 said, nah, Negrito 752. I don't know why I had to roll the I just felt it in my spirit. I felt like it was a little, uh, Negrito, ah, uh, said, nah. Hella Swanky said, hell nah. DTPEZP, I don't know if that's a, just a bunch of letters or a Russian last name. I don't know. I'm not down with Trump and the Russian investigation. I just wanted to make that clear right now. Uh, DTP MZP said, I'm taking a knee during the national anthem, but my boy Marshawn Lynch is playing our home team, the Oakland Raiders. I can't miss that. Okay, so I don't know if that means you just not going to miss that one game or if that means you going to watch that game and since you watch that game, you're just going to go ahead and log in for the rest of the season. I ain't judging. I'm not judging. I'm just saying I was confused by what you meant by the whole, you know, the home team and your boy Marshawn Lynch. I'm here for Marshawn. Hopefully Marshawn take all his aggression out on whoever they're playing. The thing about Marshawn is Marshawn sat down during the national anthem, so word to him for, you know, he's like, I'm playing, but I'm still not going to be a part of this uh, tomfoolery of the national anthem, right? Um, and I absolutely can see that from him. Uh, WW Jason said, no, I haven't owned a TV in almost 10 years, so no, I will not watch the the white man slave run up and down the field to generate billions for the white for white men. I'm sorry, but I think I'm missing anything by not watching. I don't think I'm missing anything by not watching 
Hell, I live in Atlanta 17 years now. Are they worth watching? I don't think so. Damn, Jason, uh, you got all the way real with it. You took it to the straight conspiracy man. That was a conspiracy. The white man slaves. Nah. <sighs> Bro, that's how. <sighs> I mean, I get what you're saying. I get the sentiment of it. But uh, by that, you know, based on what you're saying, what's the difference between the football players running down the field and you clocking into your white man's job? Unless you own your own business, no shade, no tea. If you do own your own business, call me because I could. No, I'm just saying. But, you know, we can't, you, we got to be careful when we start throwing that around. I'm not saying, you know, and I hope that wasn't, that definitely wasn't my intention last episode to be like, yo, the white slaves, these dudes are slaves. Like, nah, 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 nah. I'm, what I meant and what in my statement was they're not getting, a, they're not getting as much as they should be getting from, you know, from the sport and sacrificing their body or, you know, how much money is actually generated from their work. But, you know, when you clock into anybody's job, are you really getting all what you're worth? Mm, I don't think so. And uh, let's not get it twisted. These NFL players are not cashing FedEx Kinko's money. I'm just saying, that check don't look like a Chase Bank check. That's a, you know, ah. So, but uh, hey, brother, hey, power to the people out here, everything you say, I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, Tia, Tia T. Ross said, nope, not not this year, nope. And uh, Buy You Book Slayer said, nah. I feel y'all. Shout out to everybody that responded. Um, yeah, I don't think, like, and I'm a... Let me say this. I like watching football. I especially like watching football. I'm one of those chicks that watch football when I got a dude in my life that likes football, okay? Don't judge me, okay? I don't want to hear it. And I know some women at their desk right now listen to this podcast like, bitch, yes. Right? You you cool with sports? I know enough about sports that when we kick it, I can grab a beer with the boys. I can be cute. I can know a little flag on the play, right? Then I look at my man and he look at me he's like, all right, baby. Like, I know, boo, I got this, right? But, uh-uh, right? That's holding. But, wait, flag on the I know all that, right? I can do all of that, right? Uh, that's, ooh, watch out for the blitz, right? Dudes love when you say some shit like that. Like, the shit that's not necessarily, like, what everybody else would know, but you see it and you know it and you call it out. Boy, he'll be sitting there big hearted. Ma. Mm-hmm. Mama. Yeah. <laughs> you thought you were slick. I heard you open the door. No, ma'am. No. Uh-uh. Go on in there. Go. Yep. Go in the other one. Matter of fact, go outside and play. <laughs> go outside. It's grown folks talking right now. <laughs> And close my door. Uh-huh. <laughs> and don't get dirty. <laughs> don't get that. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. All right. So you know what I'm saying. Your man, you see that? Your man look over like, ah, you be like, yeah. And then y'all start fucking right at halftime. Boom. Anyway. But when it comes to the Super Bowl, I'm not going to front. That's going to be tough for me because Super Bowl is thirst trap. That's like the thirst trap day. That's where some of y'all chicks be going too hard, and I'm going to have to get on some of y'all. Let me just take a real sidebar moment right now on the thirsty chicks at the Super Bowl party. Sis, why are you wearing a body dress to the Super Bowl party? We at somebody's house. Everybody else got on jerseys, jeans. You want to come up in there with some four-inch heels and a gold body dress. Bitch. Where are you going? And then want to be sitting there eating all cute, like you eating your little wings, wing sauce all on your fingers, and you trying to use your pinky to move your hair. Girl, if you don't. And another quick sidebar. To the chicks who are helping the dude throw the Super Bowl party, or you like the dude that's throwing the Super Bowl party, and now you want to come there, Stop being so aggressive. He's not going to wipe you up because you keeping the kitchen clean during the Super Bowl party. He, you not going to get white status because you brought the wings and now you want to serve everybody the wings. Sis, re, 
effing lack, okay? Stop putting on the same jersey that he wears just because you want him to think that y'all down for the same team and blah, 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 blah. Stop. You looking too thirsty. If it's a spill, you want to jump, run into the kitchen, go get the mop, show all the other chicks in the house you know where the mop is. Girl, that's not going to stop me from fucking him. Okay, that was a sidebar. So, I mean, let me just – I had to take that moment because I've been to too many Super Bowl parties, and it's always that one chick. And she got to do the absolute most. And you be looking like, I didn't know, I didn't know Keith was married. Like, they, this chick is going hard like they married. Sis, you not married, you not fit to get married. Matter of fact, once this world party is over, I'm going to fuck Keith. So, I don't know why you doing all of this. Like, you can just leave that spill right there, sis. <laughs> we will have sex on top of that spill. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to take it. I had to take the fly bar. So back, back, back. Boom. Super Bowl, thirst trap. Bam, bam, bam. It's like an event, I, you know. But I feel like it will still be impactful if everybody doesn't watch it during the season. So if you are watching this, hey, we ain't here to judge. I'm just saying I don't think I'm going to watch it, you know. And shout out to all the players that are taking a knee or not, you know, whatever. Because at the end of the day, they're not going to fire everybody. Like I said, Marshawn Lynch sitting down is not going to do nothing to his contract. You think that the team he's playing for, which I don't even, is it the Seahawks? I don't know. I ain't been paying attention. I just know Marshawn Lynch. But anyway, you think his team is going to be like, oh, we don't want you to come back? Hell no. Not the way he be running through dudes. That's what I do know about him. So, you know, the more they continue to stand up, the more they it's going to – it's just like, you know – Anyway, I was going to say it's just like the monuments, but I don't want to get into that yet. I want to I want to continue to enjoy this podcast. So thanks to everybody that responded to the questions. Um, all right, so let's just get into what's going on. Um, speaking of Breaking Bad, I don't know, that wasn't real. That was just me, like horrible segue. Yeah. <laughs> A math teacher is... Helping people basic use chemistry to create their own drugs. So no more having to worry about going to the pharmacy, getting your pharmaceuticals, getting your diabetes medicine, getting your Zoloft or whatever. You know, I don't know if he got the recipe for some Percocets, but I might need to call the zoo. <laughs> Percocet. Hey, Molly. Okay. Um. Basically, his thinking is pharmaceutical drugs are too high. I absolutely agree with that. I think anybody who's had to get any kind of medication from the pharmacy will agree wholeheartedly that, bruh, what? I got the pink eye one time. I think I talked about this on the podcast before. I got the pink eye. A bottle of eye drops for the pink eye was $90. I'm like... Okay, is this going to change my eye color? Like, am I going to, when I finish with these drops, am I going to have them tiny eyes? Like, am I going to just all of a sudden have gray eyes? Are my eyes going to be updated like Terminator? Like, will I be able to look at a person and see their heat signature and be able to read all of their vital signs? What exactly is in this $90 bottle of eye drops that, how, like, beyond just taking the itch out of my eyeball and stop my eyeball from looking like I dipped it in a booger, like, what else is these drops going to do? And why does it take $90? So, that was for pink eye. Imagine when when you need pills for other stuff, blood pressure medication, diabetes medication, all these other medications. I mean, look what the dude Screlly did. Shrelly, Screlly, you know, the dirtbag-ass dude that bought the rights to the drug that goes into the AIDS medication and raised the price like 375%, some astronomical amount. So, you know, and there are people who just have the ability to do that. And if you need the medication, what? You're going to pay it. Just like what they did with the EpiPen. All of a sudden, now the EpiPen is wild expensive. And it's like, no, that's not right. Like, anyway, so this math teacher who, a math professor, I'm sorry, who was a part of a human rights envoy, envoy, I'm sorry, to Central America, where he went to the pharmacy in Central America and realized there was no birth control. So this is perfect just in case the Republicans go through with exactly what they try to do and force everyone, you know, and take away all women's 
um, right to their body and making decisions for their body and access to actual um, birth control, any kind of, you know. This might come in handy, ladies, so you don't have to be going down that back alley with a, with a wire hanger trying to figure your life out. He basically said, you know, why aren't these people just making their own birth control? And he has basically the recipe for birth control. I don't know if it's going to be blue like on Breaking Bad or what he's doing, but um, his sentiments and thoughts, and I could 100% agree with him, is people should be able to take control of their own health choices, i.e., go get that bottle of turpentine like your grandmama used to. <laughs> you better go crunch up some mud with some nettle leaves and some lavender oil and and get rid of that dang old rash and get rid of the smallpox. <laughs> no, that never worked. Them white people put them <laughs> smallpox on them blankets and wiped a whole nation of people out. So no shade, white people. It's facts is facts. Don't read the books out of Texas. Read the real textbooks and understand what really went down. So, um, but I feel like this is absolutely the direction that we're all going to have to go in. With greedy people like Trump, greedy people like uh, the Koch brothers, all these people who buy and own the rights to stuff, and then they control the access. And not even just that, on top of it, they killing the people who know how to get rid of stuff naturally. So you won't, you really won't have no choice. You really won't have no choice but to buy what they're saying, what they're peddling, pay whatever amount they're peddling, or you just gonna, or you gotta make it yourself, or you are gonna die. Those are the options. Um, so basically, oh, I'm sorry, Martin Shkreli, Shkreli, Martin Shkreli, he raised it from thirteen dollars to seven hundred and fifty dollars. So I don't know if that came out to three hundred and fifty percent. I kind of threw that number out there, but I just wanted to give you the fact fact. Thirteen dollars to seven hundred and fifty dollars. Like, come on, dude. But uh, the math professor. I'm sorry, and I never, I never gave his name. Mixel, Mixel Lawfer, Mixel Lawfer. I was looking at that. Like, let me find out this a hood name. And he want to tell you that the X actually sounds like a C. <laughs> this is where it's spelling Michael. <laughs> Sorry. Um, anyway, but shout out to him. I'm not even going to try to dog him out. But basically, um, now granted, y'all, I'm not saying that this is something you should be doing. But I think we all take our life in our hand in certain times where we like, you know what? I'm just going to put some testing on <laughs> I'm going to take this spoonful of big vapor rub and see if I wake up in the morning. Like, we all, have, at times, have taken our life into our hands. Every time you log on to WebMD, you are basically taking your life into your own hands if you follow exactly what they're saying. Yes, it seems like, I mean, the website looks good. It doesn't look like a Reddit page. So you feel like, oh, okay, but are you really measuring that right? But at the end of the day, if it's between paying your house note, and getting rid of the pink eye, uh, you might drop a couple of drops of bleach in your eyeball. <laughs> I'm laughing, but it's really, really sad. It is really sad. Um, but basically, uh, when you don't have access to what you need, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Um, so look up Mixel, M-I-X-A-E-L, Lawfer, L-A-U-F-E-R, Follow this brother online. See if he's just tweeting out recipes for all your ailments. Like, oh, you got a lump in your titty? Okay, this is what you need to do. <laughs> Get two tablespoons of baking soda. <laughs> Put it in a sock <laughs> with an onion. Set that in the sun for two days. <laughs> I'm laughing, but while I'm playing, that might actually be the remedy. Um, what else is going on? Random. Um, people are cutting themselves, shaving their pubic hairs. Um, now, for the people in the world who are not going to get 
all of their hair snatched out of their body by some woman with a strip of cloth and the hottest mixture of wax you've ever felt on your body in your life, then you're either a hairy, nasty, disgusting mess or you're shaving it down. Now, I get it. Some people don't have to shave because they really just don't grow that much hair or they just enjoy having a little bit of patch of hair to hold the pheromones in. And maybe that those are the people that you see them on the street and there's something about them. And you're like, hey, this dude is so sexy. This girl, what is it about? But you don't even know. You're just smelling them pheromones because they're sitting in a whole patch of hair, a whole <laughs> Christmas tree bush of hair. <laughs> but a lot of people are getting injured while shaving the public hairs. Um, for men, it is when they're shaving their penis and their balls, which, yeah, that makes it. Most dudes' balls are like, hmm. It's like, it's like really, it's like wet tissue. So, right? It's somewhere in that family. It's, it's somewhere in the wet tissue family. Um, so, you know, if you've ever handled some balls, you know they feel squishy. They feel gross. Sorry, fellas, they just do. So while they're shaving, that's most times where they're shaving or they're sh- cutting their actual penis. I don't know how hairy you have to be to have hair on your penis. And if you have hair on your penis, please don't show it to me. And please don't text it out like that shit is sexy. You need to give forewarning that, hey, girl, I want to send you a very intimate picture, but I just want to give you a heads up that it looks like a, it looks like Bigfoot walking through a wooded forest, right? Like, just give me all the information that I need. It looks like a hot dog thrown into <laughs> it <was> like <laughs> It looked like a hot dog thrown into a Christmas tree. <laughs> or Tony Fawcett, whatever you're working with. I don't want to leave nobody out. I don't want to, you know, prejudge what you're working with. But uh, don't just be sending out hairy-ass penises like that shit is hot and then be mad when you don't get a response. No, I can't send you a response because I threw my phone into the ocean. That's why. I can't tell you what I thought about it because I saw the picture and I passed out and I'm currently in urgent care because somebody had to pick me up off the sidewalk after the first person robbed me when they saw me fall and get me in to get on the IV drip. And now all the the last five years of memory are knocked out of my head and I possibly have amnesia. So, no. I need a heads up. I need a forewarning. Send me, send it to me in emojis so I can prepare myself in advance. Now, most women are cutting themselves on their inner thigh, on their perineum, which is the space between your and your. Uh-uh. <laughs> Woo! And your vulva, not to be mistaken for your vagina, because your vagina is with everything that's on the inside part. So if you're cutting yourself on the inside part, based on this article from Popular Science, you are going too far. You all the way in, and sis, if you have hair on the inside of your, like, if your, if your, if it looks like the upside-down place. <laughs> If yo if the hairs look like Pan's Labyrinth, <laughs> you might want to see somebody. And please don't be cocking your leg up, sending nobody no picture of <laughs> of where the the hole that Alice and fell through in Alice in Wonderland. Heads up, don't be doing that. Don't be do don't you know? Of course, I feel like fellas. And this is not shade to fellas when I say shit like this. But I just feel like nothing, that's not going to turn y'all off. Y'all still going to see that and be like, 
that's hot. Like, I don't know. And I, I'm sure that's a part of y'all makeup, and that's the reason why life continues to go on, because y'all will legit put y'all penis anywhere. So shout out to y'all for keeping the human race going, some human slash animal race. No shade. Some of y'all do be fucking animals. I mean, we know that's where syphilis came from. Some dudes was having sex with sheep. And then if you didn't know that, then there you go. You just learn something, and the more you know, right? <laughs> I just had a – the little sparkly star just went over my head. <laughs> okay. So basically I say all that to say be careful in the streets, guys. It's real in the field. Uh <laughs> and uh and I say all of this to say this is the reason why you don't use other people shades, shavers, you don't use other people razors, you don't use other people cutting devices that they've already used on their legs, underarms and or dot dot dot. Right? Because if they shaving yeah, and it's got some, yeah, then guess what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah plus yeah equals yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yes, and no, don't be offering people your razor. And if you do, damn sure don't take it back. And, yeah, this person might be your the love of your life and y'all might, you know, but unless some test is all the way updated, I'm talking about by the hour, yeah. You ain't about to go on a, a homie's trip to the Dominican Republic and then think you're going to come back and then use my razor, bruh. Nah. No, I'm going to need that paperwork. Stat. Yeah. I need to, when I come pick you, I need you to get a morning flight on the way back so we can drop by the clinic and you can go ahead and get your mouth swabbed up and get you, and have them draw a little blood, pee in a cup, test your eye sockets, Get the sweat glands from your underarms. Yeah. All of that. Um, so be safe out there, guys. And that's one to grow on. <laughs> you see, I'm trying to find anything so I can not have to talk about. Exactly. Um, so here we are. It's been a crazy week. As you know, a bunch of racist white boys got together. And after stopping off the, at the Banana Republic and or Dick's Sporting Goods or, and or whatever little Harley Confederate flag store that they normally go to, uh, they stopped off at the Home Depot and picked up every last fucking tiki torch they could find. And then they decided to go on a march through Charlottesville, Virginia, to protest them taking down Confederate statues. And in the midst of doing that, they had they a fight broke out, um, huge fight broke out, and they had some people. They were intimidating people that were inside of a church, just having a nice service in the church, praying about you know what's to come and these crackers, and you know what I mean when I say crackers. Crackers um, decided that they were going to hold their own White Lives Matter um, protest. You know, first of all, I'm gonna need all you white people. Y'all can't. You're, you're not gonna co-opt white lives matter, white lives matter, blue lives matter. When it started out as Black Lives Matter for a reason, because black people are being hunted, murdered by the police, and not getting any justice. So no, you don't get to use white lives matter. No, you don't get to use blue lives matter, okay? Nobody is hunting the police. If anybody's hunting the police, nine times out of ten, it's a white dude with a gun that he bought right after Barack Obama got in the office. Like, let's be real. Nobody is, no black people are out actively hunting the police. Now, have some black people killed some police? Yep. No more than some white people have killed police and gone into an actual police station or shot up so I don't want to hear it. And no, I don't want to hear shit about Dallas and the black dude that they sent the bomb. The, the No, I don't want to hear about it because that wasn't confirmed. And as far as I'm concerned, it didn't happen. Yeah, I'm about to give y'all a Fox News moment. It didn't happen. I don't believe it. It's fake news. No, that black man, the quote-unquote black man that we never saw, and then they absolutely, they just, <coughs> 
some black dude that had a gun, and we're supposed to believe he held down a whole ass Dallas police force with one gun, and they couldn't stop him, that they had to send in a bomb robot to blow him up. Do any of that sound right? Do any of that sound probable? Exactly, because it did happen. It's fake news. The media, the selling. <laughs> but anyway, right. What pisses me off, not only is the whole co-opting of Lives Matter, the, you know, Y'all taking, remixing, Christopher Columbusing Black Lives Matter for y'all bullshit movement that y'all don't even need because at what point haven't white lives matter? At what point have white people has not the the carpet been rolled out for white people? And if any if y'all having any problems, it ain't with black people, it ain't with Latinos, it ain't with other people of color, it ain't with Asian people, it's with other white people that are disenfranchising you. It's not black people. We don't have the power. We don't have the resources. We don't have the freedoms in this country to disenfranchise a whole segment of the the population here in America or anywhere around the world. So fuck y'all trying to take lives matter, dot, 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 lives matter, for any of y'all other bullshit movements, right? The other problem that I have is that, they out there hooting and hollering, yelling about who, you know, white lives matter and all this stuff. Police out there ain't wasn't one flare gun. It wasn't one tear gas cloud. It wasn't one rubber bullet. There was no pushback to these white people out here in the street wilding. There was no moment of people being taken down by the police. No moment of, like, Complete mayhem. I saw a video, and I know y'all saw it, and I'm sure when y'all was watching it, y'all was like, this some bullshit, just like I was thinking. White people, a line of police, white people, they didn't even have the guns out. They did, They just had on their little army, you know, their little um, riot gear, barely had that on. And these white people are pushing the line of police. Not at any point did the police push back. Not at any point was anybody thrown to the ground. Was their head busted? Not at any point did you see somebody getting battered with a baton? At no point. So that in itself means that white lives matter because the police never took a moment. They never took the tactics that they would take with black people at any point in what happened. Not at any point was tear gas thrown. Do you know? And I'm sure you do, so I'm speaking. I already know who I'm speaking to. The people who brought the tear gas was the white people who was protesting. That's who brought the tear gas. That's who was spraying the tear gas out there. It wasn't the police. It, the, the police lacking all the army gear, lacking the tanks and the AR-15 pointed at people. I didn't see one AR-15, and maybe I didn't watch it all, so I'm going to be very clear. I could only watch so much because I was watching it for seeing the white people getting thrown on the ground and they head busting and them getting punched and getting surrounded and then carted off to jail as swiftly as shit. I was looking for the white dude standing there with saved very peacefully being swooped in by, swooped on by five different white people, police officers in army gear and thrown in the jail. That's what I was waiting to see. I was waiting to see the tear gas being, you know, shot at into the crowd by the tanks. I was waiting for the the rubber bullets and people being shot at with the rubber bullets. I was waiting to see the police layer the area in a cloud of tear gas and them running trying to get some milk and any kind of water, anything to get the tear gas. That's what I was waiting for. That's what I was watching for. I, when I heard about it, I turned it on like, oh, this about to be good. It wasn't. It was boring as shit. It looked like an aggressive Banana Republic commercial. It looked like they was trying to sell Gap khakis. That's how whack it was because there was no pushback from the police. And then on top of that, one of the dudes from the riot decided he's going to get in his car and mow down a crowd of counter-protesters. And then y'all president, he ain't my president, Y'all president decide he going to get on TV after two days 
and say, number one, you know, he didn't want to rush to judgment, so he needed some time to evaluate the situation. You needed time to evaluate a bunch of KKK dudes outside marching with tiki torches, reminiscent of like the 1940s, the 1920s. You needed time for that. You needed time to see, to, to figure out what this angry mob of white people was doing. All white people out around the Confederate. You're the president of the United States of America, and you don't know what's going on? Really? Or is it because you was too busy at the golf course? Or is it because you was too busy with some hookers getting peed on? Or is it because you was too busy still trying to clean up Donnie's mess? Or is it because you were using that opportunity to distract from the Russia, the Russia investigation and the Russia probe? Because I don't know if you people that peed, but for the last three days, that's all they've been talking about. Ain't been no talk of the Russia probe. Ain't been no talk of Mueller, Mueller. Whatever I do, who's investigating? Ain't been no talk. About, it's just been this the the girl who was mowed down by the the motorist, and then oh, I'm just gonna run all this together because it's so much. It's so much and it's so ridiculous. And then the father of the girl saying that the the guy behind the wheel he didn't know what he was doing, and that he forgave him. Ah, excuse me. So let me give you my my what my hypothesis. Let me let me break down my thinking when I saw that and heard his response. My thinking is is first of all, uh, rest in peace to the girl that was murdered. That was a very sad event, and it's really messed up because you know that 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 driver that racist intent was to mow down somebody black i'm sure it was in his head he probably said a prayer to all of the grand dragons in history please let me kill two to three black people you know you you know that was his intention so the fact that he mowed through this crowd and only killed white people is is like i hope that it was a wake-up call to the other races who were thinking yeah, I'm going to get in my car, and I'm going to also try to mow down a bunch of people. I'm going to try to mow down a crowd of protesters. What pissed me off, and I'm all over the place, and I know that, so y'all just try to ride with me, is that when they got him, they didn't beat him. Did you see his mugshot? They didn't beat his ass. He don't even look like he was roughed up. He In his mugshot, he looked like he was still steaming, like when they probably stopped. He was like, the fuck? You got guilt? Guilt my arm. He looked like he was still cussing the police out when they took him in to get his pictures. He still was probably hell hollering, Zeke hollering, and, you know, whatever, I don't know, whatever that little term they use. I'm I'm not invested enough in him or that whole movement to to investigate or give you the right term. But he probably went into the police station throwing up the Hitler sign throwing up the Nazi arm and all that shit, right? Did nobody we seen them pull black people over for less. I seen them stop a stop a black man at a stoplight. He didn't even do shit wrong. They pull him out of the car and did kick him in the face. I've seen them have people on already on the ground kick him in the face. Now you have a man who has murdered three people. Didn't get kicked in the face. They were supposed to run up on him with the gun out, pistol whipping him. Did they? Hell no. They probably, when they put him in the car, watch your head. That same shit that Trump told them not to do, I'm sure that's exactly what they did. Gently escorted him down to the police station. But then for the father to say that he forgive him and that he was just a little kid that didn't know what he was doing, mm. you know what that tells me? That tells me that's who the father is. That tells me that's how the father get down. That tells me that the father would have been out there with them, but his diabetic feet was bothering him. Anybody else? Anybody else feel like that's probably why the girl was out there protesting and a part of that whole movement? Not saying that white people wouldn't be out there, but that she probably come from a home where her father is, you know, absolutely a Nazi down with it, Nazi sympathizer, alt-right sympathizer, probably, you know, a birther, probably a tea party dude, probably said all kind of flagrant shit about Michelle Obama and Barack Obama, and she was like, you know what, uh-uh, I can't be, I, you know, I, I need to 
go out in the world. I can't change him, but maybe I can go out in the world and be a part of the change of these other people out here because this dude, you know, I need to I need to go do some good in the world just to get off of get the evil off that this man has put on me on a daily basis, right? Because that's your father. You have, you know, there's a part of you that's your father. That's your, you know, whatever. But anyway, so that's my immediate thought. My other thought is, you know, of course they're just like they weren't roughing up the pro, the um, the alt right and the Nazis and all that shit. Of course, they wasn't gonna rough him up. But it's very, very funny now that all the news networks are just like, you know, outraged and just so surprised at the movement. And meanwhile, black people are like, yeah, bitch. We knew this was going to happen. Why the fuck do you think we don't want the movie Confederate? Why the fuck do you think we was already, like, up in arms about the Trump the Trump uh, rallies and them getting together? Because we already saw what was happening. Y'all the ones wanted to act like it wasn't a big deal. Y'all the ones wanted to act like it was just that moment and it was going to change. No, black people, we've been seeing this, especially black women. We've been already up on, no, this we are... You know how women, the intuition is always right there in the uterus, bottom bottom of the uterus, the vagina area, like, mmm, something don't feel right. We already saw all this coming. Y'all the ones want to act surprised. Y'all the ones want to act confused as to, no, bitch, this is exactly what was happening. This is exactly the, the direction it was going. It was already going this direction when white people was out there and they damn, um, Uncle Sam outfits with the tea bags on their head, out there with they misspelled signs, and they burning the effigies of Barack Obama. It was already happening. It was already brewing. The Trump rallies was just their opportunity to be even more outspoken, to be even broader, and have somebody who supported that. And then now, now that that same dude is now in office, it's like, oh, word, we out here now. Let's go. So hell no, we don't want to show like Confederate. Fuck out of here with Confederate. This, the last thing these white people need, these racist white people need, is any visual confirmation of what they of what they think is coming or what they want to come out. And for the people who are surprised that Trump didn't say what they thought he was going to say, yo, get the fuck out of here. Did you really think he was going did you really think he was going to go against the people who voted him in? Those are the last people that like him. And you as you know, he's a narcissist. He needs some kind of confirmation. He needs someone looking up to him. So with them approval numbers, the last thing he's going to do is turn against the only the last people left that fuck with him. That think he's even smart or has something of value to say cuz the rest of us is like, "Please shut the fuck up." Please get your dumb ass away from in front of that camera. Please don't have another conversation. Please don't pass another bill. Please break and burn every pen that is in your vicinity so you can't uh, write another executive order, right? But them West Virginians and them them other alt-right dudes and them other goofy-ass bitches that voted for him that still think he just needs more time, that's the last, that's the last, little crew that he has, right? So, of course, he's not going to get rid of them. And, you know, of course, it took two days because he had to sit down. He probably, this is what I think happened, right? Boom. The riot happened with the white people. He sat down with Banyan and the other immediate white people around him. They probably called all the Grand Dragons, but, you know, that old, that deep-seated evil, that deep-seated white evil, that's, you know, them them dudes like 90, 117 years old. The only thing keeping them alive is their evil. You know what I'm saying? They probably have little vials of blood from slaves that they still sip on and use and dab their ailments with, like with an actual piece of, piece of picked cotton. They probably just sitting around somewhere, you know, in a dungeon like mole people, like like they can't be out in the world, so they got to be in these real cold places and that they just sip on black people blood. You know what I mean? They sip they wearing the scalp of murdered Indians. That kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that next level of diabolicalness that we can't even I'm I'm only on the surface of how diabolical that shit is. You know what I'm saying? For all I know, they're using the amputated limbs of black children 
children, you know, like that that level of evil. You know what I mean? So they couldn't get them right on the phone because there's no direct line to the Hall of Doom, right? Boom. So he said I'm obeying them, like, what should I do? And then they talked to him, and they was like, all right, look, this is what you're going to do. You're going to go, you're going to toe the line, toe the line, toe the line, keep it real chill, don't blame them directly, it's going to be cool, I'm going to keep trying to get the, the three Grand Dragons on the phone, right? Boom. He go make the statement, everybody like, bro, what? Many sides, many sides, bitch, who? Many sides? Uh, sidebar shout out to jake tapper and chris como at cnn with the shady ass many sides many sides i caught the shade it was mm, mm. that was that was great flavored i got that i peeped it i was mm, 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 mm. that was good um so he definitely did. Trump went out there, told the line, many sides, you know, and the evil, and you know, across. And this, the, none of this represents. And once people was like, no, uh, actually, bitch, I'm gonna need you to specify, be very clear, who, what side, who were the perpetrators. I'm gonna need you to call this out as terrorism. Call them Nazis. Call them by name. Put them on blast, right? And in the time it was taking him to do that. The internet was hard at work. Shout out to Black Twitter for being the amazing. Mm, 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 mm. I just, you know, the amount of tweets that went out and how swiftly, and it wasn't just Black Twitter, so let me take that back. Shout out to social media as a whole, Black Twitter, for being the petty vestige that you are. Just, mm, it's what the ancestors order. Post, reposting them pictures. Demanding that white people get your white people like, uh, who cousin is this? Um, let me just post his picture. Do y'all know this white person? Uh, where does he work? Okay, and he goes to school where? And his last name is? Okay, well we gonna go do a Google search. Oh, really? So he work at Top Dog. Okay, well we need to tweet them and retweet them and 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 at them and fill their mentions up with uh. So this your man's in them? I don't think he needs to be working for your company. And them people was getting fired and they still getting fired and getting called out and it's somebody that's denounced by his family and. Mm, Mm-mm. You know, like it's that moment when you're in church and the pastor say something, you just gotta raise your hand. Like you don't even you don't even know your hand up. You just look up and your hand is at just waving to Jesus. Like, Amen. Won't he do it? So that and I think the more that happens, the more people are outed. The more people are feeling like, oh, okay, so we can't do that here. No, bitch, you can't do that here. No, and shout out to GoDaddy for taking down the Daily Stormer's website off of y'all, which column, and now the Daily Stormer is being, uh, their platform is out of Russia. Mm. Yeah, I just need to have that silence, so sit, let that sink in. I didn't want to say something, then say that, and then follow it by something else, and then it's like, oh, you ain't get it. No, mm. the Daily Stormer is now on a Russian platform. Okay, then, you got what I was saying. So you take that, plus Trump-Russia investigation, carry the one, divided by Comey being thrown out. Okay. Divided, multiplied by Kushner, Trump Jr., Ivanka, Banyan. And, okay. Then take the derivative of... <laughs> I'm going to need the system from Hidden Figures to break this equation down, and I feel like you're going to get the the math that I'm trying to give you right now. Exactly. But anyway, back, back, back. Trash. Uh-huh. Racist. Boom, boom, boom. Carry the one. Banging. Bam, bam. Statement. Okay, boom. So first statement went out. Everybody was demanding. He named it. Then the second, now by the time he gave his second statement, he had talked to the Grand Wizard. He had sat down with them. And when I say Grand Wizard, I'm talking about like in that old evil. Think of 300, right? Now, granted, I said Legion of Doom. Now I'm talking about 300, so I'm mixing all of my nerd references. Not that 300 was a nerd movie. That shit was hard to tell, but I'm saying you get what I'm talking about, that kind of evil boom. So remember when he had to go talk to the, the dudes that had the chicks in the water and they was all bumpy face and you couldn't see their face and they had the hood on. It was called, almost like Palpatine. It was like Senator Palpatine from Star Wars. 
uh, episode one, right? Boom. Yes, I'm mixing it up, but you get what I'm saying. That kind of evil, when you see them, the, the hood is always on. You never see the eyeballs. You just see that old wrinkly-ass face. It's all pasty white. That is the evil I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Grand Wizard from 1901. I don't know how. He only alive because he drinking the blood of of black people, right? He drinking the, the, the ship water from the first slave ship. It's bottled. You don't even know that that's the evil elixir that keeps them alive, right? So that's what he's doing. So finally Trump got in to talk to him. He took Air Force One to the secret location, and then, you know, that's how he got to the Legion of Doom. The skull came out the water. They went inside, went down to the bottom. Boom. There you go. Bessie Ross, she's still down there knitting scarves and shit. That's, yeah, I said Bessie Ross. I don't give a fuck. Exactly. So, there you go. So when he came out with the second statement, that's when he had to come with the, hey, look, guys, you know, it's a freedom of speech, and the Confederate statues are a monument, and they're beautiful, and we can't get rid of this history, and everybody's like, what? And black people are like, yeah, bitch, that's what we were trying to tell you. This is what the fuck we was afraid of. This is the fuck we, was, we saw coming down the pipeline. So, no, I'm not surprised. I've been saying Trump was a racist. Y'all the ones wanted to give him a chance and see where it goes. Bitch, I don't need to see where it goes. I saw this was the location. I saw this on the Google Maps before we got here. <sighs> but I ain't got to do this. I know who I'm talking to. It is what it is. Ain't none of us surprised. So for the people who, and I had a conversation, feel like, well, let's just let them let the Nazis and the alt-right, let these dudes have their rallies, and they just, and we just ignore them. My answer to that is no. We can't just ignore them. Because once they get together and they get to their little racist-ass cookout and they got their mayonnaise smoothies that they drinking in their khaki pants and they got them um, in their water bottles or whatever, you know, and their tiki torches and shit like that and their headbands and their sunscreen, then they think, oh, well, it's more it's more out there like me. So let's come together. And then that's when they come together and they want to hash a plan. And then that's when they go get some fertilizer. And then that's when they go buy a, a barn. And that's when they go get with somebody who got some forest, you know, a whole bunch of land that they can use and the police can't get to. And then that's when they go and start burning people and kidnapping black people and burning them and hanging them and shit. Because who's going to go back there and look for them? They can't go back there because it's private property. You can't come on my private property. I have an American right to build this property, right? And they out there with all their flamethrowers and all the guns they've been buying since 2008. And then it's supposed to be, you know, and then it, you can't ignore it no more. Because now they ain't just gathering in their little KKK rally. Now they take it to the street. Now they get they gathering more people and getting more people, and they building, building, building. No, what needs to happen is they need to do to these KKK people what they did to the Black Panthers, even though all the Black Panthers was doing was trying to serve lunch and stop the police from beating black people's heads in. They need to go firebomb their houses, set them on fire, arrest them, you can't just be out in America talk about you KKK and that shit is cool. KKK is not like the Elks Club. KKK ain't UAW. KKK is not just this, you know, a golf club. It ain't a hunting group. This is an actual terrorist group. History tells us this is a terrorist group, and we can't take them lightly like, oh, they just getting together and they want to go and roast a pig and sit around and listen to fucking uh born in the USA or whatever, I don't know what KKK people listen to, but no, this is an actual terrorist group. If this was a group of Muslims, you think they would be able to have a, a, a ISIS Lives Matter rally? Hell no. Black people can't even have a Black Lives Matter rally when somebody gets killed. When we, when we are protesting and speaking out against somebody being murdered, but white people can go and have that whole ass rally when the history of their group has been murder, death, destruction, and it's cool? Fuck out of here. No. As soon as y'all, as soon as they get together, they need to be running up. What y'all doing? Huh? What you, you got a Confederate shirt on. Come with us. Period. Straight like that. They should have to go move to Russia to get away from charges just like Osada had to move all the way to Cuba for the wrongful convict to, to avoid the wrongful conviction. 
these KKK should not just be able to roam around in this country like everything is cool, like they haven't, like their group hasn't been responsible for Tulsa, Oklahoma, like it hasn't been responsible for Chicago, 1919 in Chicago. Are you, anyway, I'm not going to do it. I'm done. Thank y'all for listening. This is Black Ass Podcast. Yo, um, don't forget you, you can become, you can help me bring this podcast by uh, donating to patreon.com slash blackasspodcast. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash blackasspodcast. And, of course, you can follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, blackasspodcast, just like that. And you can follow me, hrcomedy.com. I have all of my links. Y'all, thank y'all so much for listening. Y'all be safe in them streets, uh, and I will be back on another day next week. This week. Soon. Peace.